0: And I'm live, again, finally, it's been a while. Uh, Yeah, I'm as unprepared as I've always been for these episodes. Uh, I kind of went through a phase there of kind of preparing stuff and working on stuff. I I sat down and wrote a a bit of poetry, if if you could even call it that, and a speech or spoken word thing, I don't know, and uh, to a large degree that was a distraction away from doing a solo episode because I just, I don't know, I suppose I wasn't feeling it. And I committed to doing it and I wasn't doing it. And that, when you say you're going to do something and then don't do it, you don't get away with that. You get punished for that. You, you punish yourself for that. At least I do. And if I do it, odds are most everyone else will do it as well. There's great utility in putting yourself out of your comfort zone, but you can also get, I suppose, trapped by yourself in some sense, which is, I think, what I feel happened to me. Now, there's that and a whole host of other reasons. I just had a baby recently, which means that I've effectively given up up sleeping. And when you're not sleeping and you're out of your routine, it means that, for me at least, I wasn't training. or Let's say I haven't been training for the last couple of weeks. I went for a run yesterday. That was the first run I'd gone for in like a month or two. Now, think of it this way. Think of it as having a highly strong German shepherd that is a just fucking lunatic of a dog. And if it doesn't get walked, it eats everything. Well, that's basically what I am. I I need to be walked. Um, and again, to use my own terminology, not on a fucking lead, okay? I don't need to be brought around a park on a lead for half an hour. I need to be fucking jumping over fences and running through fields for hours on end, if humanly possible. Because failing that, I chew the furniture. So, and I obviously don't chew the furniture. But what I do chew is the fucking packets of biscuits and crisps and chocolate bars. So you get hit on the fucking double, at least I do. And again, if this shit's happening to me, odds are it's happening to everybody else. I was actually really fucking proud of myself over Christmas. I didn't do what I usually did. I usually do which is eat my body weight in chocolate because you know it's dark and it's Christmas and it's cold so you know why not eat a selection box on top of you know a huge big dinner and not having done anything but lounged around the house all day you know cuz it's Christmas but I didn't do that this year and I was fucking delighted with myself but we kind of got a second Christmas with the snow We kind of got that, you know, more or less a week off work to a degree. Not that I was off work, but I was certainly indoors a hell of a lot more than I usually would be. Going fucking stir-crazy and stalking the presses. You know, fucking walking up and down me kitchen, looking in every press ten times a day on the off chance that there'd be, you know, miraculously something that I hadn't noticed. And it's funny, you do a lap of your kitchen and you say to yourself, Oh you know, I wouldn't really eat anything that's in here. And then an hour passes and you do the same lap and you eat a couple of those biscuits that aren't particularly nice. And then another hour passes and you finish that packet. And then you kind of say to yourself, ah, you know, fuck it, in for a penny, in for a fucking pound. And you open a packet of something. And I don't know about what you're like, but if you're anything remotely like me, a packet of biscuits or... A tub of sweets, or like a a family pack of bars or something. Increasingly, I'm finding that I'm treating these as servings. So you know the big packet of buttons that you get, that you know you'd buy two to fucking keep ten children happy at a party. Well, I open one of them and I eat like a packet of crisps, and I'll do the same with a thing of biscuits. Like a fucking 250 gram chocolate digestive pack of biscuits. Fucking forget about that. Like I might leave, you know, two or three just so I can't say to myself that I ate the whole lot. Or I might, you know, force a couple of them on herself or whoever else is in the house. Again, just so I don't feel like I've eaten the entire fucking thing. (laughs) But look, We all do it to to varying degrees, but as I said, I went running yesterday, I was bollocks, didn't enjoy it. Not that I usually enjoy my runs, I usually don't, truth be told. I always enjoy having done them, and that's where the utility is. So if you're ever thinking to yourself, oh, you know, I, I don't want to go running because I'm not a runner, I don't enjoy it. You're not supposed to enjoy it, and you can replace running with cycling and swimming and going for walks and fucking everything and anything that requires any kind of real physical effort. It's not supposed to be enjoyable. That's the fucking point. You're not supposed to enjoy doing it. You're supposed to enjoy having done it. And you're supposed to reap the benefits of having done it. And not just fleetingly, for the rest of your fucking life. But anyway, went running yesterday for the first time. And I say running. I ran out the door. I ran up the road a bit, hopped the gate into a field, ran 200 yards and was out of breath and walked for 100 yards. Ran another little bit was out of breath and walked for another 100 yards. And then, you know, I literally found a rabbit hole. I didn't go down down a metaphorical rabbit hole. I literally saw a rabbit hole. And because I was tired and bored and pissed off and a bit grumpy and tired and pissed off, I I suppose I, I took more notice of this rabbit hole than usual. Anything to distract me from the run that I wasn't doing. And went off again, and came back, and I might have done 2 or 3k, I don't even know, I don't really care, it doesn't matter, I got the fuck up, and I got the fuck out the door, and that's all that matters, because lo and behold, today, I went for another run, this time it was on the roads, and it was 5k, now I don't know what time it was, it probably took me about fucking 40 minutes to run it, because I stopped about 10 times, but... Tomorrow is another day. Maybe I'll do the field run tomorrow. I don't know. I'm not setting myself up. I'm not going to put up a load of fucking barriers and a load of restrictions and a load of Ts and Cs. I'm just going to go and fucking do it. And another thing that I did today, and again, this is different for me. I have the luxury of doing this. I went back to bed at about, I think it was about eleven o'clock today, and I slept till two, in the middle of the day, because I've just bollocks needed a fucking reset, big time. And now I have the luxury of doing that. Now I say luxury. I, I get up at four o'clock every morning, and I have a fucking newborn, so it's not all fucking sunshine and rainbows, but again, most people don't have the opportunity to go for sleep in the middle of the day. If you do, and you need it, take it, but only if you really fucking need it. And I had run yesterday, and got up, or sorry, today should I say, got up and went for another run had a shower and I actually fucking feel alive for the first time probably since I recorded my last solo episode. And to be honest with you, I've been a bit fucking depressed since I recorded my last one. And I don't mean that in a fucking, I was suicidal, I wasn't. I was just a bit fucking, oh, just run down and worn out. And that's okay. Like I'm not, I I used to suffer badly with depression. And I don't anymore, but that doesn't mean that I don't get depressed every so often. Depression is a very, very normal thing and a very, very just part of life thing that I think people don't understand. You don't have to be suicidal to be depressed. If you're just, you know, fed up and pissed off and, you know, you're you you're endlessly flicking through the fucking channels. Like I was on YouTube last night uh, through the telly, so I'm sitting down on my couch watching the telly. herself was asleep beside me. And I must have spent, I'd say about three hours, mindlessly skimming through videos on YouTube and trying to find something that it might maybe give me a bit of a lift and just, I don't know, searching for something. But I should have just went to fucking bed and slept because that's what I needed more than anything. But I think we all do that to, to varying degrees. And the reason why we do that, I, or at least part of the reason, is that we don't have a plan. And I, don't, I didn't really have a kind of a topic to discuss when I started fucking talking, basically. But I, I would like to talk a bit about maybe formulating a bit of a plan. The reason, or at least one of the main reasons, that I hadn't been running and that I, my diet just fell to shit and that I wasn't sleeping was yes, because there's a newborn in the house. And yes, because, uh, as it happens, herself's dad is is terminally ill. And there's, there's all these other different things that I could use as excuses. But fundamentally, what happened was, and to use Jordan Peterson's kind of terminology, there was too much chaos and not enough order. Because the base level, the norm is chaos. Life is just complete chaos and it's full of suffering and terrible things. And it's incumbent on us as individuals to incorporate a bit of order into our lives. And there's no better way of incorporating a bit of order into your life, I don't think, than having a plan and having a schedule. And I've, I've, I've fucked up with this for years, forever. I used, to, I used to write to-do lists. I still do on occasion there's utility in writing to-do lists but what i used to do was i'd map out my day i'd say right tomorrow i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and i'm going to do the other and i've even planned out weeks i'm going to do this on the monday and this on the tuesday and this on the wednesday and i never ended up fucking doing them because they were it was too much like fucking hard work like jesus christ i i was a i was trying to be a boss to myself so and what i was being was a terrible boss and a worse employee I was giving myself far too much to do and then not being arsed either doing it or doing it and doing it really badly and then feeling terrible about it. The idea of, a, of having a schedule and, and having a plan is that you have the life that you want to have. That's what you map out for yourself because tomorrow will become yesterday soon enough and next week will become last week soon enough. And what happens in between is all on you, all of us. Now, granted, life gets in the way. You have to go to work and you have to eat and you have to sleep. And, you know, we we, we live in a society that goes a certain way and we have to kind of conform to that to a certain degree. But we don't have to be bullied by it. We can find our own way. And there's real utility in... uh, incorporating a bit of order into your life and taking control of your own life and becoming a better captain of the fucking ship that is you. And as I'm talking now, I'm thinking to myself and saying, oh, why don't you just sit down and do a solo episode on planning? And maybe I will. I think think what I'm going to probably end up doing is releasing one of these, one a week but there'll be a bit of thought put into it. And it it won't be scripted, or at least I'll try and not make it scripted. But I've done a lot of pitching for money in my time. Um, Pitching to kind of venture capitalists and uh, adventurists, Not, not adventurists, venture capitalists and investors. There we go. And I've pitched... For contracts, so as part of my sales background, I would have pitched to supermarkets trying to get products stocked and I would have pitched to different types of organisations to get all sorts of contracts fulfilled and and, and things like that. And one thing that I was good at, and should I say not even that good at, but just better than most at, because the standard was appalling. What a lot of people do, and you'll see this on on programmes like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank or one of these programmes, People learn off their pitches. And what happens is they forget their lines. And there's no second take. There's no cut, take it from the top. You know, just like these recordings. You hit record and that's fucking it. So the downside of learning off something, like I might learn off a a speech or or whatever or a, a solo podcast... The downside of that is you mumble your lines, you put yourself under too much pressure and you're not, realistically, you're not, if you're planning on recording a half hour fucking solo episode, you're realistically not going to learn off the, the full half an hour. You could write it down, but it's funny because you can tell just by listening whether somebody is speaking or reading and there's a fucking difference. But what I used to do with the pitching that worked was I used to know what I wanted to say, inside, out, and back to fucking front. You you don't learn it off. You just, you know it. And you, you know it by going over it 101 different times and thinking about it in 101 different ways and getting people to quiz you on it so that you get it as opposed to know it. And I think I've mentioned this before. If I haven't, I fucking should have. There's a real difference between knowing something and getting it. We all know that we shouldn't eat that packet of fucking biscuits or we shouldn't have four bowls of cereal before we go to bed or that we should exercise more or that we should watch less television we should get more sleep we should have more of a routine we should plan out our days more effectively we all fucking know that it, it, this is so fucking pedestrian it's as plain as the nose in your face it, this is really basic stuff and we all know it but very 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 few of us including me to a large degree don't fucking get it. And you know when you're getting it because it happens. But you get it second. You know it first. You know you have to go out running twice a week or fucking. 10 times a week, whatever it is, or lift weights, or do jiu-jitsu, or fucking play tennis, or go jump on the bike, or run on the treadmill, or go to the gym, or go swimming, whatever it is, you start off knowing you should do it. And then you make yourself do it. And then when you're doing it every day, or every second day, or three times a week for a month or two, or whatever length of time it takes, you'll end up getting it. So you don't have to force yourself to go out and do it. You won't be you unless you fucking do it. And today, having been able to counteract staying up late last night for no reason other than to mindlessly fucking scroll through YouTube, having counteracted that by squeezing in a couple of hours, kick today, having ran yesterday, having ran today, I actually feel like myself for the first time in about a month, more. And that's why I've gotten this fucking podcast The solo episode going. And as tangential as it's been, and as up and down and all over the place as it's been, and maybe it's shit. I don't really give a fuck. It's done. And done beats perfect. I'm not fucking interrupting myself as always. But (laughs) I was talking about planning and making some sort of a fucking schedule. And don't use it as a stick to beat yourself with. And don't be a fucking Martyr. Don't plan out a day that a bad boss would plan out for you. Think of it, th- put it this way. A lot of us, I think, if they were to map out tomorrow for themselves, so they're going to pick up a piece of fucking paper, an A4 page, or a note on your phone app, or whatever the fuck you use, and you're going to plan out tomorrow for yourself. Typically what people do is they say, oh, I'm going to get up at fucking four o'clock in the morning and I'm going to go for a run and then I'm going to fucking take up karate and learn half a dozen different languages and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do the other. And then you don't do any of these things or you do some of them and you feel terrible about doing any of the other ones and you call yourself a fucking loser and a waste of space and you can't do this and you can't do that and it's just a fucking disaster. But if you were to make that list for somebody else, you wouldn't impose all that bullshit on them. You'd say, you know, well, well, you need eight hours sleep there, thereabouts, right, so maybe start the evening before. So map out your tomorrow. But before you map out your tomorrow, kind of have a think about this evening. Because there's no point in saying that you're gonna get up at six o'clock in the morning, tomorrow morning, if you know that you're out in the piss tonight, say, for example. So think about your the evening before. It, can you get to bed a little bit earlier? Will you sleep if you do go to bed a little bit earlier? Whatever. Get up tomorrow, and you're planning this day out for somebody else. So, you'd ask that person, like, I mean, what type of a commute do you have? And I'll I'll just, I'll take living in Navan here, because I think Navan being a satellite town of Dublin, about an hour's drive away or so, is quite standard for a lot of people. So there's a weird one there because you can leave the house at eight, sorry, you can leave the house at half seven and it'll take you an hour and a half to get to the city centre between traffic and fucking everything else. Or you can leave at half six and be there in 45 minutes. So if there's something like that in your life, if you can breeze into work, because we all can, a lot of us sit in a lot of traffic on our way to work and I talk about a shit way to start your day. Leave your fucking job, leave your house an hour earlier or half an hour earlier or whatever it is, just do it and plain sail into work. And once you get there half an hour earlier or an hour early, maybe don't go in because maybe you hate your job, maybe you can't stand the fucking sight of the place. But where could you go? Could you park your car and go for a walk to a part of the city or town that you work in that you've never walked down before? Maybe, maybe you could do with getting your bearings in the fucking city that you live in. Maybe you're like the, maybe you're like most of us, and you know the route from your house to where you work. And God forbid there was a fucking road close or something, and you had to go left or right off your typical route because you'd be completely fucking lost. Because we're creatures of habit, we we wear tracks in our fucking in the carpet of our countryside if that makes sense you know you you bore out tracks from all the different places that you go like if, if you were to pull up the history of your of the location of your phone you'll see that 99% of the time you're in the car you're on the same five roads where the fuck was I going with that get yourself to work a little bit earlier mapping out somebody's day. there we are we're back in the room You'd advise somebody to not sit in traffic for that hour because you know that stresses them out because it'd stress you out. So you'd, you'd advise them not to do that and you'd advise them to do something that they enjoy maybe. Maybe go get a coffee. Maybe wrap up warm if it's cold where you fucking live. Maybe wrap up warm and go for a walk if you're in Dublin. Maybe walk down to the fucking port and back. Maybe it'll take you an hour. Maybe that's your fucking workout. Because, and people might say, oh yeah, walking for fucking half an hour, great workout. It fucking is if the alternative is lying in bed or sitting at a desk. Who knows what you might see? Who knows who you might bump into? Who knows what kind of an experience that you could have? Maybe it'll change your fucking life. Odds are it won't. But it certainly fucking won't you lying in bed. So you advise them to get up that a little bit earlier and forgo the stress of sitting in traffic. So if that's all you fucking did, at least you'd be setting up your day for a better day than you would have otherwise had. So you fill that space, you fill that time that you're after creating, and then you start your job and you work till lunchtime, say. What do you usually do at lunchtime? Do you go to that shop around the corner? Do you go to the work canteen? Are you sick of the sight of the food that you eat at lunchtime? Is it terrible for you? Is it just not that nice? Would you bring in your own lunch? Maybe you're not arsed. Maybe you'd like to, but you don't want to be that guy. You know, bringing their own lunch in. Because I've worked in that office environment, and there is a, almost a stigma attached to bringing in your own lunch. Oh, you're too tight to go to the shop. No, I'd just sooner not spend 5 or 10 euro a day, 5 days a week On food that I could fucking pay one tenth the price of an Aldi If I just got my shit together a little bit Thanks It's not that I'm tight I just spend fucking 400 euro on a thing that I like So how am I tight? Where do you think that 400 euro came from? Not buying fucking lunch every day like a moron So maybe just and that's just one example of something that you could do. Maybe bring in your own lunch. Put it this way, if you're bringing it in, odds are number one it's going to be infinitely fucking cheaper. Infinitely fucking better for you. Physically and mentally because who knows, you might get a little bit of a fucking kick out of saving yourself the money. And here's here's an idea for you. If you're one of these people who eats who buys lunch where they work, And are paying through the fucking nose for it. Maybe you can bring in your own lunch. And whatever you would have spent. On your lunch. Put that money. In a drawer in in your work. Where you work. Don't put it in your wallet. Don't keep it. Better yet. Buy one of those. You know those kind of. Tin cans. Like piggy banks that you can't open. They're like a tin can with a slot at the top for a coin. Fucking buy yourself one of them and put it at your desk in work. And whatever you would have spent on lunch that you're now not spending because you brought in your own lunch, throw the five euro or 10 euro or whatever you would have spent spent into that. And don't commit to never buying lunch at work ever again. Like if you did it twice a week, would that be like, what, 15 quid, say? A week, you're putting into this little private stash that herself or himself doesn't know anything about? 15 quid a week. What would be in it at the end of the month? That'd be a nice little treat, wouldn't it? At the end of the month to have an extra, you know, whatever, fucking 60 or 70 quid. Maybe more, maybe less. But the idea being... If you save money by not buying something, and that money just doesn't come out of your account, that's not saving. Because the money, the bills in your account, that just goes on something else. You go to an ATM machine and you say to yourself, oh, I'm going for a few scoops now, how much will I take out? What you take out of your account is typically dependent on what's in your account. So if your account is a little bit healthier than usual, you'll say, ah, fuck it, I'll take out 50 instead of 20. Boom, poof, there goes your 30 quid. But if you stick that into a fucking jar or an envelope or a tin with a slot on it or anything like that, ideally something that you can't dip into because we're fuckers for that. You don't have money for parking, so, oh yeah, fuck it, I'll just take a bit of money out of this. And poof, it's gone, you don't have it. So ideally you'd want it somewhere that you can't readily get to it. So maybe that's another thing. Maybe you get up a little bit earlier. Maybe you get up a little bit earlier, and made your fucking lunch. How does that sound? So that's lunchtime. You finish your day. Do you sit in traffic on your way home? Because again, doing the Dublin to Navan commute type thing, which I think is quite typical for a lot of people. If you leave Dublin at five o'clock, it'll take you two hours to get back to Navan. But if you leave Dublin at six o'clock, it might only take you an hour and a half to get back. Now, don't quote me on the times, but you you get the gist. If you can just wait a little bit longer instead of rushing to sit in traffic. Or maybe there's a longer route that you can take. Maybe you have a choice. You can take a two-hour long route home or your normal route that's two hours sitting in traffic. Because you'll actually spend less fucking money on fuel driving further out of your way than you will stop starting in traffic. And it'll give your fucking head some space because sitting in traffic, you know, going through the gears can be quite fucking frustrating, to say the least. Plus, if you're going a different way, you know, Maybe it'd be just nice not to stare at the same fucking shop or look at the same trees or the same fields on your way home. And if that's all you fucking did, if that's if that's all the order that you incorporated into your life, what difference would that make? You know, you're wealthier, you're healthier, you're sleeping better. You might even have more energy to do something. Or the fact that you've actually just made a little change might give you the kick up the hole to maybe make a bigger change. Maybe you'll make good fucking use of that money you've saved. Maybe that money you've saved will pay to do a spinning class in some gym or a box fit class or taking an, an MMA lesson, or whatever the fuck it is. Incremental steps. I'm blue in the face saying it, but I'm not giving up on saying it, because that, that's, that's, all, that's all change ever is, is incremental steps. When people make big, massive, huge, wide-reaching differences and changes to their lives, sometimes that'll work. But realistically, it's never going to work as well as as doing it bit by bit. Because you'll buy off more than you can chew. Exactly like I did with a podcast a day for 40 days. Far more than I can fucking chew. Got great utility out of trying to do it. Failed, you might say. Failed miserably, you might say. But I'm committing to it. I didn't just fucking give up. I'm still going to do. I'll get to 40 of 40. Speaking of fucking which... Still doing your press-ups? Writing with your left hand? Jumping with your left fucking foot? What what have you been doing? Because we're... We must be... What? 30 plus days into the 40? Are we? What difference has it made? Are you still doing it? Maybe, Maybe you needed me to be uploading it once a day to just give you that little kick... And maybe you feel like you've failed. And maybe you have failed. And maybe that's all right. Trying and failing is better than not having bothered your whole to do anything. Isn't it? Because at least the next time you try and do something, maybe, maybe today is the day that you go, no, fuck it. I'm gonna start again. 40 day challenge, I'm gonna do something. You'll have learned from the mistakes that you'd made the first time round. Maybe what you decided to do was too hard, like mine was. Too much. Too much with what I had on. I was expecting a fucking baby two weeks into my 40-day challenge or whatever the fuck was the timeline. So of course it fell in its fucking hole. Obviously. Talk about setting yourself up for a fucking failure. Jesus fucking Christ. But again, if my life was a little bit more planned out, maybe I wouldn't have committed to something that I was essentially destined to fail at. I, granted, I didn't know the exact day herself was going to give birth. I knew it was at the end of nine months, though, didn't I? But I said, "Fuck it!" I bit the bullet and did it anyway. And do I regret? Not in your fucking life do I regret. Not in your fucking life. Failed, yes, miserably. Made a balls of it. Fucked it up. And here I fucking am, rambling away to myself. <laughs> But that's alright too. It's alright to be a little bit touched. I never claimed to be normal. Never! Not in my life have I ever claimed to be normal. Normal is boring. Normal is boring as balls. I'll wait till you meet my friend Paul. He's really normal. You love him. Lol. I ended up throwing me hat at fucking writing poetry. And wrote a speech. And wrote something to music. <laughs> that all came out with the whole 40 fucking day thing you might call that a failure but I sure as shit wouldn't and it's given me the balls to fucking do what I'm doing now and I'm hearing from cunts I'm not inundated with fucking messages but I heard from one guy Fear only there the other day I must actually ask him to come on Fear if you're listening uh, hit me up a fucking message and get your hole on the podcast. Feargren had a weird one. He actually told me two things. One was that, strangely enough, to me at least, he hadn't been listening to the conversations I've been having with people. He literally hasn't heard one, and uh, by his own admission, it's because of his OCD, the mad bastard. He. <laughs> He listens to the, the solo episodes on his way to work, which is like you know a half hour, 40 minute commute there, thereabouts. So he can start it and finish it in one go. And he kind of feels he needs to do that. And I think to use his own word, he, he's not brave. He hasn't been brave enough to, to turn on one of the conversations because he knows he can't finish it because he knows he doesn't have the time to listen to it from one end to the other, which is kind of weird because I always thought that people would be drawn in by the conversations and then might end up listening to one or two of the solo ones but it was it was weird for him to have kind of come completely the opposite way around it and that's been the brilliant thing about this little platform that I've created about myself I've learned so much about myself about creativity about publishing material about the traction that different guests get on Uh, a friend of mine Not that we're best mates, by any stretch of the imagination, I only met the man a fucking handful of times in my life, uh, Darren McCann, my most recent upload. He, as of recording this, has something like, I think, about 60 downloads. And the previous guest to him was Andy Ryan. Like, in my view, like, a fucking world-renowned MMA coach. Has put lads into the fucking UFC, like, the man is a national treasure as far as I'm concerned. And he's been up over a week and he only has, I think it's, it, at the time of recording, it was about 65 downloads. And to me, that was just like, what the fuck? Like, and, Because Darren, not that he's nobody, but I mean, uh, he hasn't trained competitive athletes to the highest level in the world. Do you know what kind of way? Like, I mean, uh, Granted, he's, he's done his thing, but he's a kind of a regular, relatively normal guy like the fucking rest of us. He's not a fucking superstar like Andy Ryan is. So it's just been really interesting to see, you know, who gets downloads and who doesn't and why. And a big part of it is, if you know Darren and you're mates with Darren, you're listening to that fucking podcast. But if you're a big fan of Andy Ryan or you know Andy Ryan, you've probably already listened to 10 podcasts with him. So, nah, you know, if you miss another one, who gives a shit? So that's just been a a weird learning curve. But anyway, I digress, as always. Getting back to Fiacra. He basically contacted me to say that he'd been listening to the solo episodes. And I think he thought it was episode 13 where I might have mentioned this idea of getting up earlier. And he said that he had listened to that. And I think that night went to bed and woke up an hour before his alarm, which had never happened to him before in his life, apparently. But woke up for whatever reason through listening to me or otherwise, and got up and messaged a couple of friends that he'd been meaning to get back to. I think he kind of paid a couple of bills and got a few bills in order, so he knew what to pay. You know, he 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 got his head around what was going out against what was coming in, and got a bit done and reached out to just say fucking thanks. That was fucking savage, and the serious fucking utility in doing that for people like the lift that man gave me because. I I was having a really bad day, I have to say, for whatever reason. Maybe it was the bad food. Maybe it was the not training. Maybe it was the not been sleeping. You know, maybe it was all that combined, more than likely. But I was having a pretty fucking shit day. And I got this fucking message out of the blue saying, you know, fair play, lads. You said something and it made a bit of a change. And, you know, who knows? I might make this a fucking recurring thing because I got a bit of fucking utility out of it. And to say that that fucking lifted me... Would be to put it as mildly as it can be put. So thanks for that, Fiacra. And thanks for all the other lads that have fucking contacted me. Oh, other lads. Yes, there's one for you. There's one for any of the girls listening. Every single message that I've gotten to date has been from a fella, excluding one. Lynn Murta contacted me. Hey, Lynn, if you're listening. But she contacted me a couple of months ago basically saying why you're not any women on the podcast. So that doesn't really count, I don't think. So, look, to any of the women that's listening, oh, of course, my mom listens. Hi, ma. And she's obviously contacted me. But again, she doesn't really count. No offence, ma. So, yeah, so to the girls listening, I'd be particularly happy to to hear from you guys, just to see if there's a difference in from what the guys are saying to what the girls are saying. I'm off the lead at gmail.com will get me as always. For the guys and the girls listening, if you found anything of, of particular benefit, especially, should I say, if you found anything of particular benefit, because if you're feeling it, somebody else is fucking feeling it. Where the hell did all that come from? God knows. Quick check of the time, Fucking hell, this is up there one of the longest ones. I'm going to go. Key take homes. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. Make a bit of a plan. And look, you don't have to map out the rest of your fucking life. Something as simple as getting up that little bit earlier. You know, bringing your own lunch to work. Maybe cycling into work one of the days if you can. Or maybe walking into work or fucking whatever. Maybe don't get the bus. Maybe fucking walk. You know, just, just make some little fucking piddling, shitty little difference. Because that in itself will be an incremental step. And incremental steps lead to more incremental steps, which lead to fucking positive change, which will lead to a better life for you and the people around you because you're in control you create your own reality this life is yours for the fucking taking so why not fucking take it and attach to tomorrow